Well, up until just now, Peloton was just the main group of riders in a race, in a bike race, right? Uh, I guess so. But I... now it's something else. Okay, I don't know what else it is. What is it? And presenting the newest thing that I explained to you on air, Uh-oh. Peloton is an exercise bike company, and there's a big thing going on right now because they have a commercial that they worked really hard on. It was going to be for their... Their winter campaign, I've never even heard of them. Most people probably haven't. And so okay. this is their introduction to the world. This is their coming out ball. Sure. And it's this complicated commercial about this woman who is live blogging her year with a Peloton bike. She comes down Christmas morning. There's a Christmas, There's a Peloton bike. She's like, oh, my God. Thank you, honey. Her husband gets her a bike. And she's like, oh, I don't know if I'm ready for this. And it's all this, you know. Uh, live blog, stupid penny from Lost in Space shit. Wow. And it's her just like, 6 a.m., I got to do it, got to get it. And after the year's over, she's like, I look better, I feel better. She was 100 pounds at the beginning of the episode, right? <laughs> and she's like, thank, thank you, husband, you've really helped me. You know, I needed to do this. Uh-huh. And people are interpreting that as like, I needed to change. I am a fat cow. Thank you for getting me this thing and, and basically telling me that I needed to work on myself. So uh, people, people not happy. People not happy. No, not probably the message they wanted to Bad send. Bad name for a bike, too. Yeah. You'd want to be like the leader, whoever the guy in the yellow jersey is. It should be called yellow jersey, right? Yeah. Or maybe not. Or blood doping or something like that. Oh God, no, not well, blood doping. Now Peloton as a company is also second fiddle to Ryan Reynolds's Aviator Gin commercial in which the same actress, they put they must have put this together in a week. The same actress oh. stars in it, and she is at the bar, and her friends are like, "It's okay, you're you're safe now." And she's like, "Give me that gin." <laughs> she just starts pounding gin. And they're like, "Okay." Well, that's not a great message either. No, and it will have zero. It in a week, it won't make any sense. In a week, we won't even know what they're talking about. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It has no. I mean, how much? It doesn't matter these days. Advertising and YouTube videos and. There's no spicy meatball, you know. Right. Not, what what even where's, wins a Clio anymore? Do you know meat? what I mean? Yeah. Who has the most realistic uh, dragons in their commercial for toilet paper? But <laughs> <laughs> it's just. And we're gonna talk about uh, Ryan Reynolds later and how. Yes. His brand. When did his brand become meta disaster? Just everything. I, I don't know. And anything goes. You know, it's just. It's a, he's he is like Deadpool. That's like his brand before. Yeah. He was even Deadpool. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, I, I'm becoming more and more convinced that that is the case. Well, yeah. it seems to work for him. It does. And it will talk about its mileage in what we're going to talk about yes. a little later. But I want to wrap up this uh, opening segment by saying, yesterday in the vestibule of my building, I saw a box from UPS that said Peloton on it. Oh, my so god! So it's already happened. If there's another box that says Aviation gin, I'll let you know. <laughs> That's what it's called, right? Actually, you know what? I'm not going to plug his gin. I don't care. But it, <laughs> something like that. Well, we're the Just Enough Show podcast. I'm your host, Caliban. Joined as always by my co-host. Hi, I'm Mika Nana. And the fall cleaning continues this week. I think we're just doing more cleaning. You know, We're, we're always I bringing guess. the news that's fit to cast in the world of nerdy entertainment. And we'll be doubling down on that this week uh, by talking about some of the big trailers mm-hmm. who are coming out uh, for next year's films. Yes. 
um, you know, December, first part of December, everybody's yeah. waiting. We're sandbagging until the holiday season when all the huge releases come out. And so yeah. uh, in the meantime, spit out some trailers. I guess so. And so that's what we'll be doing. We'll be talking about five different trailers. Yes. The trailer for Mulan, the trailer for the new James Bond film, mm-hmm. No Time to Die, yep. which comes out in April. You know, when James Bond movies come out. I don't know. Why is it coming out in April? I don't know. <laughs> We'll be talking about Black Widow, the yes. new Marvel film, of course, talking about the Wonder Woman 1984 trailer, yep. and of course, the Ryan Reynolds movie, Free Guy. Free Guy. Yeah. So that's what we'll be talking about uh, in our feature, I suppose. Uh, before that, some news. How you doing? I'm doing well, Cal. Uh, yeah. Um, tra- it's We're going to have a big storm here coming up the next week, so um, trying to you know wait that out and hopefully... That'll go by pretty fast. Great know. nerd news. I, <laughs> all right. Um, I'll tell you some nerd news. I finally started reading uh, The Subtle Knife, the second novel by uh, Philip Pullman uh, for his Dark Materials um, trilogy. So I'm excited about that. I uh, feel like I need to read faster than I have been, too, because um, the... Second book is definitely present in uh, the first season of the HBO BBC series. Yeah, it's they're adapting kind of the whole series. And I guess they sort of warn you because it's called His Dark Materials. I guess. I don't really feel like they warned you. It'd be like, like if you called, you, but... you know, the Lord of the Rings movies, the Lord of the Rings. I guess they are those kind of subtitled. Well, anyway, they don't start with like... You know, that time that we destroyed the ring, that was a crazy story. And it started with a party. Right. Yeah. No, they don't do that. Um, Okay, well, uh, let's see. What's the craziest thing that's happened so far? In his dark materials? or In the subtle knife. Oh, in the subtle knife. What is the craziest thing? Um, We are taken to... No, just the... Wow, you went, whoa, I can't believe they did that. If you had hit the part I was talking about, you definitely... Would say that's the craziest part. But okay. Apparently, you've read the cover and give us an update later on. All right. When you get to where you're going, I um, am reading my book, uh, the Peripheral, the William Gibson William Gibson novel. Yeah. Uh, in advance of uh, his novel coming out, I think it's out now, or just this month, I think. I'm pretty sure. Um, I don't know if they're connected or not. Doesn't matter. Um, and I've got this thing now where. I almost so I haven't read a book in probably five years. No, I'm not. <laughs> you're I'm super busy. I'm embarrassed. Like it's, I used to, books were my life, and mm-hmm. I just a couple of years ago, probably before I stopped reading books five years ago, uh, six years ago, I saw somebody was like, "I'm going to read a hundred books in a year," and it was like June, and I had read 120, and I was like, "That's cute." Uh, uh, <laughs> um, I don't know; those numbers might not be exactly right, but it was a large amount of books, mm-hmm. and. So I've kind of fallen out of practice of reading, and I don't remember sure. how I used to read. I always used to read before I went to bed. Yeah. But I'm noticing now that <laughs> I go to bed, and you know, you get that thing where you're like, oh boy, I'm getting kind of sleepy. Mm-hmm. I've read this page better, a couple times. I better put this Time down. Time to put it down. Yeah, exactly. Go to sleep. But I just push through, I guess. And so I wake up the next day or, or the next night, I pick up the book again, and I'm like, I don't know where we are. What is this? Oh, no. <laughs> And then I have to backtrack until I hit a point that I'm for sure I remember reading that part. And okay. there's a chapter that I've read like three times. Okay. And wow. I, right now, at this moment when we're recording this, I'm not sure what happens in that chapter. So That's gonna to be, be fair, kind of it's also a really 
it's a tough chapter. Sure. Some, he, he does not take many pains in his later novels to describe his world. He allows you to pick up the details yeah. from the dialogue. Sure. Um, you know, the sky was the color of a television tuned to a dead channel is probably the most exposition in terms of describing his world that he's ever done. And now it's just like, oh, I guess they have clones? <laughs> because somebody said, boy, I wish I could get me one of those clones. And you're like, well, they got clones? <laughs> but this, this chapter is extremely weird. So I don't know. I'm going to have to go back and read it again. Well, it's got to be kind of frustrating to read past the point where you're tired no and you're not remembering stuff. Because I definitely know what you're talking about. Because I have to reread a couple pages sometimes. Or all the pages. <laughs> Because you're apparently not very far in the Well, life. I'm not a fast reader, so. <laughs> like, it, it, you even pointed this out. It's like almost half the length of the first book. Like, it yeah, hits the ground running. I know, I know. Okay, anyway. Well. A, a young boy has accidentally murdered somebody. Okay, well, okay. Well, crazy, right? Yeah, yeah. <sighs> that's, a, that's a subtle knife. Yes, it's very subtle. All right, whatever. <laughs> Uh, bad news before we get rolling, and I wanted to put this outside of the news because it's it's not just news. Um, I think it's really um, important and it's very sad. But uh, actor Rene Aubergenois uh, has died. Yes, um, I think just today, mm-hmm. um, which is very sad. He is probably most recognizable to sci-fi fans as the actor behind Odo. Yes. Or the guy from the cut scene of Star Trek VI, where we'll clean their yes. chronometers. Uh, but he had also done a lot of other things. He was in Benson, which is in yeah. very, that and soap are re- very underrated. And I don't know why they're not, there's not clips on YouTube and they're not running on Netflix all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure there's on some streaming network, but sure. Benson and soap are both uh, very good sitcoms. Uh, he was the voice of the cook in Little Mermaid. I just Le found Poisson. that out. Yeah, right. Yeah. That was, that was him. Uh, so he's done a ton of things and has been doing it for a while. And I think, I don't think anybody knew that he was not well. And he was 79. It's not young, but that he was fighting anything. He was going to be at a con um, in our area. Yes. uh, A month or two ago and canceled. uh, But there was no like indication that, you know, I tried to look into it and it was, you know, I couldn't tell that he was sick. So, yeah, that's. Can we? This is becoming another. I mean, remember? I remember how cute it was in like 2015. Oh, screw you! We got to get out of this year. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> remember, that? remember that? Yep. Now yeah. it's just a, there's a cartoon where you know there's a line of years, and then every every year is like bigger and has more spikes on their shoulder pads, and has a board with a nail through it. You know, yeah. Like 2019 it, has become it, that for. Uh, Famous uh, genre actor deaths. Yeah, a larger uh, dumpster fire. Yeah, Aaron Eisenberg, and it's just gonna, it's just gonna accelerate. This is the really bad news. It's just gonna continue, right? Probably. You know, Aaron Um, Eisenberg. That was that should not have happened. No, he was way too young. And uh, way too young. And we didn't want to lose Renee either. But I mean, you can. It makes a little more sense. Yeah, Yeah. you can see, but it's just gonna, it's just gonna keep going, right? Yeah. And every time. A Star Trek actor dies. Does William Shatner get stronger? Um, Is he? Sorry, I feel like I an just immortal my tea. from <laughs> the Highlander series. Um, possibly. I don't know. Um, the thought of a stronger William Shatner is kind of terrifying. Um, Shows no signs of slowing down. Perfectly honest. Um, yeah. Well, 
I don't. I don't hate Mr. Shatner. I just sometimes. Well, we don't have to make it about him. No. Um. Sometimes he could choose his words a little bit more carefully. I'm just wondering why he's still here. <laughs> oh no. He's. He's. Now he's, I'm gonna get canceled. He's. He's fit as a fiddle. That's why. He does. He takes yeah. care of himself. He's yeah. always been an active guy. Um. But anyway, yeah. It's just you know, like when losing Aaron Eisenberg was like the floodgates opening. Yeah. Because yeah. I was thinking. I, I mentioned this at the time that. Yes. Out of all the literally next generation Trek stars. Yes. Um, nobody has, none of the major stars have died. They're all with us still. Yes. Which is why we can get something like having Riker and Troy, you know, and, other, and others show up in, uh, in Picard. the Picard show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, it's, uh, it's too bad. And it, I think it's just going to be game on, right? For the next 10, 20 years. I think you're probably right. Um, it's, it's it's really upsetting. I, I do kind of wish he was able to come to the con that we uh, we went to, but um, I can understand why that was not a possibility, can, all things considered. And um, cancer is terrible. So what what else can you say about that? I mean, yeah, takes people way too young. Yeah, uh, it's a horrible disease. Yeah, he was you know like we said a very accomplished actor, and did he teach acting as well? I don't know. You should have. Uh, yeah. Um, so anyway, just prepare yourself. You know, you're going to see that picture of him in the tuxedo a lot over this next week. I know. <laughs> I know. And I feel bad, too, because like on um, your other show, Enterprising Individuals, you just recently talked about a very heavily Odo episode. Um, so it was almost as if you were commemorating yep. his performance before he passed. Yeah. And here's why I'm a good person. It wasn't until you mentioned that that I thought. Oh, I should repost that. <laughs> now I have to struggle. I guess we'll find out if I'm a good person because now I have to struggle. When we're done doing this, do I go to Twitter and repost that <laughs> to take advantage well, of this poor man's death? Well, but you're you're celebrating his life too, I think. Yeah, so. and plus it's just par for the course. I know a lot of people who, boy, a lot of a lot of pictures of DC Fontana. Hey, hey, here's me with DC Fontana. Yeah. A lot of that being posted. I know. Oh, I, I guess we should just mention that too. T.C. Fontana. Yeah, I know. <laughs> also passed away at the age of 80. Uh, somebody who um, was there basically from the start, from the original series of Star Trek, and also helped develop The Next Generation. Yeah. And uh, wrote the best animated series episode and just wrote a ton of stuff. Um, wrote a DS9 episode, wrote a Babylon 5 episode. Oh, wow. Uh, and yeah, wrote, you know, other stuff, but known yeah. for her work on Star Trek and um, a nice person, a person who I had tried to get on my show. Oh, and that would have been cool. There's different stages. I'm not sure exactly. I was in the early stages, but um, yeah, of course, it's not going to happen now. But Trek is, Trek's hurting today. Yeah, I know. Um, this there was there is another actor who was in the second episode of TOS oh, yeah, um, who passed this week as well. Yeah, um, let's, oh, okay. I'm gonna look up his name. Okay, because <laughs> I feel bad. He was like a character actor, and he's his parents were well known actors as well. Yeah, apparently. yeah. Um, so yeah, um, I feel like the rule of three is really hitting, Robert Walker. Yeah, is really hitting Trek hard this week. <sighs> It's not that. That's not a thing. You don't think it's a thing? No. Okay. All right. Fine. That's not a thing. Does every every time a celebrity dies, Betty White gets stronger? We do know that. <laughs> I just want to know if Betty White is freaking. Shatner amazing. knows the ancient art as well. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Well, let's get to the news. All right. I I don't I, look. I we are we have done our jobs. We are going to do our jobs. But I didn't feel like organizing this news. It, 
<laughs> by category. So we're just going to do fine. a news blast here before okay. we get into our more structured uh, trailer, trailer, trailer talk, <laughs> trailer stock. There you go. <laughs> stock these trailers. Uh, let's. What, what do we got here? Uh, Doctor Who. Yeah. Doctor Who's got a uh, new trailer, uh, and it's coming out, uh, which we're not talking about today in the trailer segment. No. Uh, but uh, anyway, it comes out on January 1st. I think this is their attempt to sort of assuage uh, the lack of a Christmas special. Yeah, didn't they not have a Christmas special last year, too? No. And, you know... That's it's a all, cool tradition. It's all... Well, there's a lot of traditions. Yeah. Uh, it's also been announced that she's going to meet Nikolai Tesla, I guess. Uh, the Cybermen are going to uh, return this yeah. year. Okay. Um, yeah. And other who knows. Okay. Who knows? <laughs> who knows? Um, yeah. I feel for like the first time since it's been rebooted out of touch because I have not kept in touch or kept on track with my who episodes and I'm, I am behind. I, I feel, I feel like a bad who fan. Yeah, almost 15 years on. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I think it's okay to take a break. I guess. So, I, mean, I, I mean, I feel like If you like want to miss out on the first female doctor. Yeah, I don't really. <laughs> you want to be a, a, a bad supporter. I feel like a bad supporter. An enemy instead of an ally. And, yeah. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Thanks for that. Um, I feel really bad and uh, I feel like a bad Who fan. So. Well, uh, I'll, I'll say what you don't want to say. What? They're not very good. They're not very good. Well, and I have I mean, to they say, weren't, they Peter weren't, Capaldi's episodes weren't very good. No, they weren't, those weren't very good either. And, no. you know, the show's always had its ups and downs. And I mean, you want to talk about... <laughs> there's just something about... There's like... Um, it's uh, it, This isn't a one-to-one. But, like, you, you look at something like... You, you look at something... I have to say this because this is simile. Like The Room. <laughs> okay. And that is ridiculous funny and entertaining yeah. because it is we're kind of laughing at somebody you know yeah. a, a guy put his he, now Tommy Wiseau says oh it's a, just a joke I'm glad you like my funny right, movie right but no you you put your heart and soul you were into earnest this. about this that. is this was art yeah it's not good art but it was no. art yeah and then you get movies that try to fake the funk like the disaster artist, you know, movies that try right. try to do it on purpose. Birdemic two versus Birdemic one, and you can it just doesn't work. No, I completely agree with you. And that's just I don't know uh, what was this gonna. It was not a one to one, but that's how I feel about Doctor Who in the bad old days that aren't all that bad. Mm. Uh, when it's um, rubber masks, yeah, uh, you know the the talons of Wayne Chang or whatever. <laughs> Just all the bad was it Jonathan Nathan Turner days? Yeah. At least there's, I don't know. I feel like there's heart there still. Yes. I understand what you're saying. Doctor's running from something stupid, you know, well, this creature. Yeah. Uh, th- yeah, there's still heart there. And I just, I don't know. It just feels, I don't feel the feels, heart. Feels empty. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and there should be a ton of it. There, there should be. And I, um, and I just feel like it's, I know it's a new guy, It's but it's the same production team team and staff yeah and i feel like we're still kind of just going through the numbers we're just kind of punching them out yeah and um i mean i hate to say this too i mean i was excited to have more than one companion which we have done before 
They have definitely done that before. I don't know if they've done three at a time before, but I just don't feel like they have developed those characters enough to really stand out on their own and to yeah. keep, keep pace with the Doctor. And as much as I got rolled my eyes at all the Mooney stuff between you know Rose and the Doctor or whatever, I right. do think the Doctor should have... We've set this precedent. It isn't just like, oh, it's Carmelian or, or whatever. <laughs> like people just kind of wander in on the TARDIS. Like we've right. set up in the modern era this thing where the companion is going to be the Robin to the Batman or the Doctor, right? There's gonna yes. they're gonna bring something out of them. There's gonna be some connection. We can really step on that way too much with something like Clara, but I don't. <laughs> I'm not sure I've seen all the episodes of the last season, but I didn't feel like that was ever really happening with. The three companions that we have. I it know. Was just like quantity Not a one. over quality. I didn't yeah. expect to, to be talking down on uh, Doctor Who in this segment. But uh, here we I are. know. That wasn't my, my was not my. They're goal. also really. I th- they're also really didactic uh, from the histor- historicity side of it. Yeah. And I don't like that. No. Yeah. Okay. You could go back in time and you learn that. Oh, I guess we'll learn that Shakespeare really did this or something. Or maybe. Oh, you sure. thought this was true. Oh, a black person in London in the 16th century. No problem. Right. Don't be a Jew though. And um, <laughs> this is just so. There. It's one thing to have the doctor kind of hang out, learn about history, find out that the people, the historical figures, aren't exactly who we thought they were, mm-hmm. and then it's okay for him to be involved in things like nobody's going to get mad that the doctor caused the eruption of Mount Vesuvius. You know what I mean? That's right. That's a ways back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they get just so into it and it either becomes a history lesson or it becomes like, oh, do you want to do that? Like I heard the actress, um, the young actress who's one of the companions, like her, yes. she said in an interview her favorite episode was The Demons of the Punjab. I really did not enjoy that episode. I liked the the histor- uh, historical side of it, but it was just so, why is the doctor there? It's mm. just, even the aliens, it's 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 a repeat of the Capaldi's last episode where it's like, there's, there's no master plan. Oh, there's always a master plan. I guess I shouldn't, I guess I'll just F off because I'm just interrupting something that's fine. And so that's kind of like, it just, they had no reason to be there. You You learned about the, the problems uh, with that specific uh, period and the mm. revolution and the rebels and all that. But I mean, I, I kind of already knew about that. You can just read it in a book. And then you get the worst example, like Rosa, where, well, it's oh, a good thing the ro- yeah. doctor was there to start the American civil rights movement. Yeah, that <laughs> that feels a little weird to me. Boy, that um, isn't, you know, you're talking about something that's not your story to tell? Wow. I mean, I guess that's Doctor Who's stock and trade, but uncomfortable yeah i i agree with you um and that other episode is that the one where the young couple gets married yeah the one guy is um they're from the different states or or whatever yeah yeah okay gotcha um i think that might have been the last one that i saw yeah i think that that, one might have broke me yeah (laughs) i did not enjoy that one no so Uh, i never found out if the guy uncoordinated guy um works it out or not Oh, the, the, the young black guy? I don't remember what he had, but he's got something that... It's not like muscular dystrophy, but it's he's sort of uncoordinated. You know, the show starts with him like trying to ride his bike, and he's oh, having trouble right. riding his bike. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then every other time when the doctor's like, run! And then everybody's running, it's fine. Catch this! Catching. I don't feel like it really comes into play a lot. That's a good point. Can you not... The TARDIS has ramps. Can we just not have like an actual like person in a wheelchair or something like that or like a person with mobility issues like if you want to do that yeah. just go ahead and do it just go ahead and do it that's 
that's a good point. It's uh, it's why is it so so important at the beginning? Yeah, they have the Donald Trump character like right in the middle of when Donald Trump was you know ascending to the presidency of the U.S. And it's like you guys don't. I don't think you know what you're doing, and I think you should probably stop. Well, now they have their own Donald Trump. So yeah, I was gonna say maybe that yeah maybe I got them confused. Maybe that they were doing a Jeremy Corbyn thing, but yeah, right? I don't think so. I don't think so either. But. Well, okay. Uh, <laughs> next Anyways. item. Sorry about that. Uh, next item that we want to talk about is uh, the fact that uh, Jedi Temple Challenge is coming to Disney Plus. Now, oh, do you I remember the Legends of the Lost Temple? Did I get that right? Because I never watched that show. Uh, I don't remember that. Oh, I'm the stone head, and I have a name, and I it's a it's a game show. It's okay. like the next evolution. It's it's Charizard to Double Dare's Charmander. Okay, I, I believe think I got you. that one right though. Probably. Weird, weird to use a reference that you don't really understand to get one that you don't understand at all. <laughs> it's a game show where kids sure. run around, but they're going to do a Disney version of it, Jedi Temple Challenge. Um, I, I've heard of this. It kind of reminds me of uh, American Gladiators or sure. something like that. Sure. Although, yeah. please, please, American Gladiators kids, please. Yeah, right, right, I right. I want to see those kids just clock each other with those pudgy sticks. <laughs> That's what they're called, right? Well, anyway, it's hosted by Ahmed Best. Yes, who played Jar Jar Binks. And he better open every show with, Okie day, I'm Ahmed Best. <laughs> and time to... You know, do you think he will embrace his Jar Jar character, or do you think he's going to go in the complete opposite direction? I think he's just going to be Ahmed Best. Oh, okay. I, so we're not going to acknowledge it's, it at all. It's unfortunate that I'm doing, I got a lot of analogies today. That's really who I am. I'm Mr. <laughs> analogy. It's sort of like, well, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it's too bad that they're both black, but basically, this is the Bobby McFerrin, and it's like, do not ask Mr. McFerrin to sing, don't worry, be happy. He's not going to do that. <laughs> I think that's going to be this guy and uh, the okay. whole thing. Yeah. All right. But it's about time. Yeah. Because when you think about it, he was, you know, he's a funnier character than we've had before. Yeah. You got to get him to work. And he got thrown under the land speeder for the whole thing. He totally did. Yeah. And it and wasn't all, and his he's fault. Just, and it was literally like, I think it was just like one of his first jobs. Like he was literally just, oh, this is amazing. Like I'm, I'm he, he was the, uh, the John Boyega of the prequels. Right. Like where'd this guy come from? Again. Black. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> I'm I'm colorblind. Oh my goodness. Everybody's black to me. Oh, stop. Uh, and then he got thrown under the bus. And so, oh, speaking of which, let's just skip to this. Uh, so there's all these interviews with uh, the actors behind um, the Rise of Skywalker, you know, oh, in advance yes. of the movie. And in every interview, they're asked, "So, would you uh, consider uh, doing Finn on Disney Plus, or would you want to continue the story of Poe Dameron on TV?" And they're all like, "No, no." No. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> no. And you've interpreted that to mean that they Aren't, hated it. I don't right? think they hate it, but I think they are. I think they're ready to be done. It's probably, look, you can have a set that is a night. You get the, the set of The Shining, right? Uh-huh. Stanley Kubrick is literally torturing everybody, like mentally and passive aggressively. You know, Scatman Crothers is crying. Like, it's, it's the worst. Mm-hmm. But. You make a great movie. I'm not saying that's, a, that's what you need to make a great movie. And I bet right. you'd look back and not Shelley Duvall, but a lot of people would say, you know, it was tough, but it was worth it. Right. I think poor the people Shelley making Duvall. the Star Wars, yeah, poor Shelley Duvall. She is Shelley Duvall, by the way. <laughs> Okie day, I'm Shelley Duvall. Oh my gosh. Uh, th- the people who are making these films, I bet it's a fun set. 
I bet everybody's really nice. I bet it is. And it's just four blue walls. Mm -hmm. But when you go out there. And craft of services. That's my show. I know. When you go out there and you get killed in the ratings from one side, I know, and then you've got a bunch of people who are, you know, threatening to murder Kelly Marie Tran or whatever. You come back and you're like, we don't listen to them, right, guys? But at the same time, you're like, let's just, I could make another Clouseau movie and I'd be fine, right? Right. Or Perot or whatever. Right. I could make another Ophelia movie. Why am I doing this? (laughs) I think they're all ready to just, let's just. Let's let's, move on. Come on. Let's just get out of this. Yeah. Let's just end this. Uh, it's too bad, but, um, I guess I could see it. Um, <laughs> what? Look, I'll, I'll talk shorter if you'll say more. Let's make a deal. Okay. Okay. All right. Shut up. Hey. Uh, <laughs> Netflix says lock and key is still in the works. Uh, this of course is Joe Hill's comic book, which is being ad- adapted to a show Yep. and it's going to be 10 episodes in its first season. We'll see if it gets more. It's launching on February 7th. Oh, so coming up. Yes. I feel like we've I don't been... think we have a trailer yet, though. I don't think we do. We do have uh, some art, and it's just a key in the back of a kid's neck. So there you go. Great. Are they going to Harry Potter this? What do you mean? It is. This is not... This is a dark tale. No, I don't yeah. love it. I think it's okay. I think it's a good idea. I think, like, just like his old man, uh, Joe seems to have the propensity and ability to really just run something into the ground. Mm-hmm. And that's why I feel is going on with the lock and key. I don't even know where we're at now because it's not a one book. It's like a collection of like, you know, mini series, right? So it's lock and key. So. The bad sandwich, lock and key. Give me some coffee. <laughs> and so I'm, I'm lost. I know I haven't completed it, though. But at the yeah. end of every one, it's like, well, that's it. Like, the secret's out, and this is the... It's like, no, no, somebody did something, and now there's another four issues. And so just get to the end of it. <laughs> you got the guys. You got a guy's. He's a huge, and he's smashing things, and there's got the key that goes up the butt and do the thing, and... Come on, how many keys are there? Wow. And then there's a series that's like, let's go back in time. That's not. Who cares? <laughs> So I feel about Lock and Key. Do you think it will adapt well to TV? Well, this is my question. I think that they're going to like... What are you doing? Wicked this way comes. They're going to Harry Potter this thing. I think they're going to try to make it really appeal to kids. Okay. It's not for kids. It starts with It starts with a kid seeing like his father get murdered i think yeah yeah something really dark like <laughs> yeah <laughs> so it's not for kids yeah i know you know what it is for kids hmm. david Tennant playing phineas phileas fogg in around the world in 80 days oh boy what is it with the old i know we're remaking everything but now we're at the point where we're remaking the old um british children's books expect a bed knobs and broomsticks sure starring michael fassbender oh my gosh uh, at any moment right yeah. you've got mm-hmm. Doolittle, Doolittle. I know you got around the world. What's what's next? Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. There you go. Starring D- Dom Toretto. <laughs> um. I got yeah. What family. else? Family. What else would they do? And and kids. Oh my gosh. In my car. <laughs> Which one has uh the the child catcher? That's bed knobs and broomsticks, right? I don't remember. That's that's how long ago well, it's been. This is wasted on you, isn't All it? All right. Um, Although David Tennant, he is making movies like a, a Hollywood actress who is forty-four and a half. I know, right? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yep. You can this. You can't. A hummingbird couldn't catch this guy. I know. And he keep talking. I'm gonna blow my nose. And he's playing like 
it's not always kid friendly. Like he's playing murderers and like <laughs> well, okay. stalkers. Right. And... He's yes. And he's so yes. And rippers and slashers and Yeah. Yeah, but he's also playing like, oh, he's fun and he's gonna take a magical vehicle and show children a world of adventure. <laughs> I don't think there's any reason that we can't have you play the doctor again, right? Right. More or less. Brands yeah. are different now. When you were doing Doctor Who, it's like, oh, I'm doing a Doctor Who. Even as recently as uh, when you see an extras, um, Dr- Ricky Gervais's character, I can't yeah. remember the name, probably Rick, uh, is like trying to get work and then they make him, you know, he's they, they put him in a villain role on uh, Doctor Who and he's like, oh, I'm from the plant, p- planet Slugutron or whatever. <laughs> and he's like, We'll give him some NACL salt. You know? No. <laughs> so, um, but now it's like a huge, booming business. Nerdy stuff is cool. Yes. We can have him back. Yeah, I think you probably I mean, I don't want him back. I think that's a dumb idea, but I'm just thinking about when they want him back. You see I... those numbers? Those viewership numbers go, ooh. Yeah, like, I know, right? Get him back. Yeah. Um, I can't believe they haven't gotten him back. I, I can't believe it either. Um, I feel like there's a couple of doctors they could have back and they'd be happy about it. Well, you can't have them all back. No, you can't. It's too... It's too much. too confusing. Yes. Uh, Hulu has a series of four, count them, four animated shows they've been working on mm. for their network, Marvel shows. Oh, Remember this? Yes, I've heard Hit of Hit Monkey? Yep. We're all just chomping at the bit for Hit Monkey. Howard the Duck, Modoc. And Tigra and Dazzler. But not anymore, right? Well, still, but not. Pause. Uh, yeah, the bad news is, is that Marvel TV has fired the entire writing staff yes. of Tigra and Dazzler. This is a show that is executive produced and will star uh, Chelsea Handler. I don't know. She'll probably be either Tiger or Dazzle. I'm not sure. Uh, she's so still bizarre. around. She's still around. Yeah. Uh, but they have fired the entire Staff. Yes. Yeah, think, including think, the the showrunner, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, that is, that's a no hard pass. No, thank you. Yeah, this is not just like, uh, well, we shot the pilot and mm, we want to go in a different direction. This is we are scrapping the entire thing. Well, and this is animation too. Now, I don't, I've never been in a, I've never been a TV executive, but I know that animation is made way before you animate stuff. So it takes true. a while to animate stuff. Yeah. Somehow it takes longer than to shoot stuff. Yeah, because like you I have guess you to... only have so many people drawing, right? Yeah. Whereas you can, you know, eight is enough. You just got eight actors, and they right. all show up at the same time. Exactly. Turn the cameras on. Yeah. I can be a TV producer. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So this is. I'm sure they haven't like written, drawn any of those things. You know, this is like we're probably looking at everything. What have we got? How look our scripts? How's this look? Yes. You're all fired. Right. <laughs> So nobody knows. Uh, we know that Kevin Feige, now that Jeff Loeb has got his little box, pot of plant in it, yeah, a trophy I know, right? out, yeah. and Kevin Feige is the nominal head of Marvel TV, but I'm sure that there's subordinates that do all, you sure know, there most are. of the work. Um, yeah, I, I, we don't know if it's a personality clash over that or, or what, but somebody looked at it and, boss is here. Oh, we're all fired. I know. Um, I feel like you don't hear about this that often. Um, these days. I don't know. Maybe this was more common way back when, but I just don't feel like this is something... This is this is not a common occurrence, I don't feel like. No. Um, and I, I think it's kind of 
bad news, but I mean, it hasn't hasn't been canceled. It's just more or less inevitably postponed until further. Oh, notice. they're gonna yeah, fifteen fresh faced writers are gonna come in and they're yep. gonna solve this, no problem. Yep. Explain to me hmm. the phenomenon of Josh Gad. Oh God, I don't know. Well, let me explain I, to I, you I my theory. Okay. When Jonah Hill started getting nominated for Oscars and yep. got more selective. And also started working on Scorsese films that took 18 months to finish or whatever. Mm-hmm. We needed somebody to fill that gap. And it's a big gap. I see what you're doing there. It kind of fluctuates. Sometimes it's big. Sometimes that gap's small. All right. And in comes Josh Gad. And he is now taking all the roles that were would have absolutely been uh, Jonah Hill roles mm-hmm. um, five years ago. Sure. Before he became prestige. Right. Mr. Jonah Hill. Right. He was in The 40-Year-Old Virgin, and he was just the guy who wanted to buy the shoes at the eBay store. It wasn't a cameo. It was literally just... I mean, it was a cameo, but it wasn't like a celebrity cameo. He was just... Right. Weird guy wants to buy shoes. Then, next year, he's in every film. Uh-huh. But now he's not, and so I guess we need him, right? I guess. But here's the thing. Hmm. Jonah Hill has never been nominated for a Best Actor only best supporting actor, right? Yeah. Because he knows that he is the prestige sidekick. Sure. Josh Gad, he's got he's got aims. <laughs> he's got ideas. Yeah. And now he is in talks to be in a Honey I Shrunk the Kids reboot. Uh, would he with Disney? Uh be playing the um, Dr. Zelinsky, yes. The, the lead role. <laughs> yes. Wow. Um why? Uh, I feel like he does a lot of um, voice acting, and um, I don't know and that dog torturing. Yeah, I that don't know it. that if like, do you think that people would actually recognize him? Him being in like a live action film, do you think people would know who he is? I don't know. I live in a flyover state, and like, I don't know what the flyover state, quote unquote, people are thinking. Okay. People probably love. We should just make this a Josh Gad podcast. Oh, my gosh. We get a lot more listens. Uh, Let's not touch Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. We did. We've touched it already, and it was bad. I blew up the parents or blew up the baby. Honey, or I, I Shrunk the Kids again. Killed, killed the cat or yeah, whatever. Right, yeah, right. So let's not do that. Uh, here's something else we shouldn't do probably for a while. Uh, Disney's going to relaunch Planet of the Apes. Didn't we just Why? do f- like five yes. well-received films? Well, I'll... I think fairly well received anyways. People people love those movies. Really? I have never seen one. Do you know why? Why? First one has got James Franco in it. Why would I want to watch that? <laughs> Tell me yeah, I, on I Twitter. At K-A-1-I-B-A-N or at Just Enough Trope. So watch out for that. Maybe we could um, blow up the apes or shrink, shrink the apes or stick them together. Oh, my goodness. I just don't understand why do it all over again when, we, when you just did it, like you said. I, it makes no sense to me. Me do, either. Do something else, Disney. I know I you've know. got a bajillion dollars and right. you're just burning a hole in your pocket. You know the story of Tom Holland getting the uh, old Sony and Disney camps back together? Yes. With I good old-fashioned heart? Yes. You don't know the whole story. I don't. The whole story is is that it was Bob Iger that did it. <laughs> it was Bob Iger! So this new story has come out. He was on a late night show. I believe it was Kimmel because I'm Tom just Holland. guessing DC or uh, excuse me, DC. That was exactly wrong. <laughs> ABC, Disney, Marvel. Yeah. He tells the story and you think that the story is like Tom Holland is like calls uh, Bob Iger, the CEO of Disney Entertainment and is like, guys, come on, let's we're leaving money on the table. Let me just be smart about this. No, that's not it at all. Like it was announced and they were at a. 
I don't know, Star Wars celebration. There's just some kind of con going on. And Tom Holland was all sad because he couldn't, he literally was not allowed to be in photos with Zoe Saldana and like the sure. stars of the films. And Bob Iger basically said to him, like sent him an email. No, no, you know what it was? Tom Holland wrote an, like an exit email, basically like a, I have your information. It has been fun working with all of you to the production staff and sure. everything. And then Bob Iger replied and was like, we might be able to work this out. I'm going to call you later. Yeah. And so in a couple of days, he called him. And at that point, Tom Holland was like in the bar, basically with his friends. He didn't expect to get a call. Right. So he's drunk. And like yeah. <laughs> Bob Iger's like, you know, I think we probably could make this work. And Tom Holland just starts crying, basically. <laughs> so the story that you have about him being the hero of the moment, right. him being the daredevil, this is he was more of a foggy, wasn't he? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Bob Iger is the one who saved it. And I'm not saying that Bob Iger is some saint or something like that. You know, he did the Disney deal for Star Wars after all. But uh, <laughs> but he knew there's money on the table. Why yeah. are we going to leave this money there? Right, exactly. Get some webs on that money. <laughs> I just think it's funny. Like It is. You can say one thing and then the details go, oh, it's a little different. Yeah. Right. I mean, I'm glad that I'm sure Tom helped, but it wasn't like he just sure swung he in and saved the day. Right, right. Uh, do you see the uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife uh, stuff? It's not really footage, but there's some like pictures and shots of the new film. Um, I just saw like the one picture of like the car in like some long grass or something like that. Or driving corn, around cornfields. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all I saw. <sighs> Why? Can't, can't wait for that. Yeah. Um, not looking forward to it. But real, real great. Um, what is the deal with like taking beloved yep. uh, films and then just yep. beating the crap out of them? Yep. Jason yep. Reitman saw the first uh, uh, season of Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Or wait, the beginning of the second? Yeah. What do they dress up like Ghostbusters? <laughs> He's the, like, the second one. We're leaving money on the table. Yeah, right. So. Gonna put it in the trap. <sighs> Bees in the trap. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> We already, I don't want to talk about Star Wars anymore. We probably will. But uh, I just want to say real fast that the uh, writers of uh, the uh, Star Wars, The Rise of the Skywalker, mm. have promised that uh, 24 character arcs will end in The Rise of the Skywalker. How can you even promise that? Chris, well, it was Chris Torrio, actually, one of the um, very, very bad writers. Oh. And I know he has an Oscar. Uh, <laughs> so does uh, Akiva Coltsman. Uh, on the film has so this is like this is why I don't care because nobody we didn't find out like but what happens to Nia Noob like we the the Empire is destroyed right Darth Vader is free of evil and we're gonna yeah. p- eat his body oh my god <laughs> well, think about it they're Ewoks right so they see him burning a body they must be like mm-hmm. oh, no. <laughs> anyway that's we didn't find out whether Lando gave Han his vest back. Nobody cared, but yeah. they are gonna just beat us senseless with this. They're gonna knock us in the head. Twenty four character arcs will end. Who who cares? Yeah, uh, this I'm is not the wrong. Counting. This is this is like McSweeney's approach to comedy. You know, McSweeney's that comedy site. Yeah. By the time they're done, there's blood everywhere, and comedy is is cut open from crotch to cranium, and all of its organs are pinned out, and it's like ha ha ha. Yeah, I agree. Um, you have I, derailed. I, I, like the Mandalorian is not great, but the Mandalorian knows what it is. It is a cowboy show, yeah, like the Rifleman or something like that, and mm-hmm. it's literally stealing plots from like cowboy movies, yeah, and just moving it along and yeah. giving it a little Baby Yoda to, to smooth the transition, right? 
Exactly. Can't wait for 24 character arcs to end. Uh, um, George Miller's working on a sequel to Mad Max Fury Road. Okay. But he has called it the anti-Mad Max, so I'm not they're going to swim. I don't know what that means. Yeah, what is the anti-Mad Max? Um, He's same Furiosa? Max. Happy Max. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Happy Max. Uh, okay. Oh, name is Max. <laughs> My world is actually pretty great. It's it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Um, a lot of dining options. <laughs> it's just a, it's a good world. So here's the deal. You told me a story the other day about how the main actor who plays Aladdin in Aladdin has said that he yes. has not had an audition since the film came out. And I That's didn't understand true. that at first because as a former actor myself, like you don't when you you can get to a level where you don't have to audition because they go get me so and so. Right. I don't mean to saying. brag, but for like the last ten years of my career, I didn't actually audition all that much because people I knew were doing stuff and they thought of me or I was making things happen myself. Mm-hmm. I didn't get that you meant nobody's called. Like yeah. his phone hasn't rung. Yeah. Does he have an agent? <laughs> like I his agent should be sending him yeah. on things. Right. And apparently Will Smith had spoke up yes. and said, you know, that that's a bad thing. Well, it gets worse. They are developing an Aladdin spinoff for Billy Magnuson's character, yeah. Prince Anders. Yeah, I, I just saw that today, I think. How it's like bad timing, Disney. It's it's not even timing. That is just clear evidence of nefariousness, yeah. right? It's almost like they're it'd be like if they did a live action Little Mermaid and just wait, it'll happen. They're in the works of doing it right now. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Do we know who the mermaid's gonna be? Lily yeah. James. Uh no, it's um Oh, yeah. she was already Cinderella, that's right. Yeah, no, it's it's I can't remember her name right now, but it was a big deal because the actress is African American. Oh, that's oh, but that was just well, okay. We'll see if that happens or not. But the Queen Latifah is going to be. Uh... No, that was a different one. Oh, that's because there was a live action. That's musical. a different one. Yes, uh, and Queen Latifah was. Whoa, Ursula we found that. your area of expertise. Let's just keep going. Yeah, How well. do you feel about the Lady and the Tramp remake? <laughs> see some dog. You ever yet. seen a dog eat spaghetti? Uh, <laughs> Uh, let's no, let's get back to what we're talking about. Yeah. So you know, it'd be like if they had a Little Mermaid thing. People liked it, okay, but basically the message was: I'm so glad that we got another movie starring a woman, and we fixed it. She doesn't want to just get married, and she's mad at her dad, so she's gonna like put the entire Sea Kingdom at risk. Right. Uh, we find some way to to do the story better, and then they go and. Prince Eric spinoff is announced, and Prince Eric's going to go out there, and he's going to be a race car driver. And it's right. like, what are you talking about? Right. Les Poissons. Yeah, right, right, <laughs> Yeah, right. exactly. Full circle. Yes. That's what this feels like. But you know what? Disney doesn't care. You know why? Hmm. They made $10 billion this year. Yeah. That is That's a, lot of money. a record. They are the first studio in history to make 900, excuse me, it's actually 9997 billion dollars oh and of course once all the disney film uh star wars comes out yeah it's gonna be they will that. set a yeah so don't tell me that nobody goes to movies and that the we have to repeal the paramount agreements and everything and right. just save the movie industry what what the, what the hell are you talking about i know i know uh... so anyway, let's talk about our next disney story uh there's uh <laughs> some images from the wandavision show have come out have you seen these i have not uh i don't feel like turning my computer around to show you uh, okay. uh so actually you can just look over your shoulder and i can show you on the, okay. the monitor across the all room. right that sounds good uh it is paul bettany of course 
and uh, Elizabeth Olsen. Uh, they uh, it looks real. Uh, looks very Dick Van Dyke. Yeah. Look, Dick Van Dyke. Um. That's all we know. Yeah. Okay. Apparently, it's also going to have a Cat Dennings in it. Oh. Randall Park and Catherine Hahn. So Cat Dennings, of course, is Darcy from the Thor movies. Yeah. How Randall are... Park was Agent. What's his name from? Um, what was his name? I can't remember his name was, but he was the grandson of uh, the Holland Commando. Uh, oh, okay. And I don't, has Catherine Hunt been in a Marvel movie yet? I don't know if she has. I don't think so. So are they trying to say like that they are related to the characters that they played in Marvel Universe? Or no, they... I think they're going to be those characters. Remember, this is a Marvel oh. Universe now. Just like if you pick up a Daredevil comic. I'm hitting Daredevil a lot, but I'm also getting his name right. So I figured I'm going to keep doing it while we've got it. I'm not calling him Deadpool. Yeah. So if you pick up a Deadpool comic. Uh, <laughs> You know, and like, I don't know, the Hulk, you know, you, oh boy, we got this. Is this Gamma? We got to call Bruce Banner. You call Bruce Banner. Right. You can have that. Now, mm-hmm. you can't have that because you'll never get uh, Mark Ruffalo. He wants Mark Ruffalo money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can get the two broke girls check. <laughs> so they're just going to huh. do that. Okay. But if it takes place in the 1950s, how is she the same it character? It doesn't. No, they, they were not alive in the 1950s. It's a simulation. It's like the comic that was out before, the Vision comic. Yeah. Okay. I, I guess I'm still curious. Keeping you up to date is a full-time I, job. I'm still curious to see how they're re- going to pull this off. rework this show. So, like, I'm, I'm telling you, but I'm also telling the audience. What do you think? Uh, sure. <laughs> What? Pitch me some names. Go. Um. Uh. Oh God, I am terrible about thinking of things on the spot. Um. Uh. Mikan. Well, I have to be Mikan, a noob. Why can't you be a uh, Mikan Hana's brief? I don't know. Um. <laughs> She's brief, all right. Um. Uh. Wasn't there a Shakespeare line like that? I, you're asking. Calling me. a woman brief, yeah. saying that she's short, but also that she doesn't say much. Sounds like a Shakespeare thing. I guess. Um, uh, they never meet, but there's a skirmishing wit between them. Sure. That's for much ado about nothing. We're moving on. Okay. Uh, so do you know about uh, the uh, CCX19? I'm doing a great job. What? Comic-Con Expo is going on right now. And this is oh. a big Comic-Con celebration in Sao Paulo, Brazil. Oh, okay. It's like a foreign Comic-Con. Okay. But it's got a bunch of stuff going on, just like, uh, you know, Comic-Con in San Diego. Sure. So we're finding out a lot of stuff. The Wonder Woman trailer uh, was debuted there. Debuted there. Oh, okay. Uh, with um, Gal Gadot. Uh, I'm gonna, we're going to go uh, Gadot. That's yeah. the last one I right, heard. Right, right, right. Uh, Gadot in attendance. Um, uh, Kevin Feige uh, was there and okay. showed um, Eternals footage. Oh, and uh, okay. some some Black Widow footage. Sure, um, he revealed th- details about the Eternals, which th- there are no no blockbusters, so I shall not uh, give them to you here. But okay. it is what you think it is. Um, Warner Brothers announced Shazam two. I mean, we knew they were working on it, but right. it's officially announced. Okay, and yeah, stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. So that's going on, and I was explaining it to give you the news, but I gave you the news while I was explaining it. Yeah, that's so fine. That's we're done. Okay, all right, <laughs> that works. Um, okay. What do you think about Shazam 2? Um, cool. Um, I'd like to see... <laughs> wow. I'd like Make to see... brief. Um, <laughs> fine. Um, I'd like to see more of the siblings that we saw, uh, towards the end, the Shazam... Oh, yeah. Like, siblings. Um, I'd like to see more with them. Well, you better shoot that, that movie fast. Super fun. Yeah, I know, Because right? they're all going to be in college. Because those little kids are going to grow And you'll do that fast. thing where Mary, Mary Marvel turns into, um... 
uh, another adult actress and like right. you're both adults like right? why do you have to look different just put a skirt on her so give, right. her, give her a lightning bolt yeah i, I agree they gotta be you. different yeah because they're always different even though that fred the kid that plays freddie he's gonna look like that his whole life right i know sorry kid that's okay Mikan Hana. And I'm Caliban. And we're the hosts of the Sailor Noob podcast. I'm the expert. And I'm the noob. You're talking into the wrong end of the microphone. Aye, aye. Okay. Every week we watch a new episode of Sailor Moon and learn about monsters, fashion, food, culture, and of course, the Sailor Warrior of Love and Justice, Sailor Moon. All right. Now, what is her rank? Is she an admiral or a rear admiral? Okay, shh, shh. The ad's almost over. We're a couple of magical people, and every week we moon prism power make up a new episode. Better amidships. Study as she goes. Please stop that. Sailor Noob is available every Friday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Shiver me timbers. All right, let's do it. This is great. We haven't had a trailer pull in a while. No, we haven't. I think I name it something new every time. But I think you do. Trailer pull has stuck, I think. Okay. That or, or trailer stock. Oh, my gosh. I still don't know how to make that work, but um, uh, we're going to call it trailer pull. All right. Talking like about these trailers, pull. five trailers. Here's some honorable mentions, trailers that we're not going to talk about, except I'm going to do it right now. Okay. Um, here are my gripes. Have you oh. seen the trailer for the new Emma? I haven't yet. A new Emma. Wow. I know. <laughs> Another one. I know. Anyway, there's a new Emma. And yeah. it stars Anya Taylor-Joy. Uh, somebody who, I guess I don't watch the split movies or whatever. Hmm. Loved her in The Witch. Heard that she's a little bit of a handful on set. And then was ho- looking good. forward to her in New Mutants. And I mean, oh. people have just literally stopped talking about that now. I know. So I don't know if that's ever going to happen. So this either. will be my first chance to see her again. But <laughs> I don't think we need another Emma. Oh, and her sister's played by um, uh, my uh, latest crush, uh, Mia, uh, what's her name? Mia Goth. Oh, yeah. Uh, who is in... Where's um, my shirt? Where's my eyebrows? Yeah. Uh, who is in Suspiria, among other things. Right, right. The new Suspiria. Um, so anyway, yeah. um, so I don't know. I mean, it looks interesting. I can't remember who any of the, the, the boys are, but they're just all, you know... <laughs> Boy looking people. I, I like Jane Austen, so I mean, I don't know. I might see it. We'll see. Yeah. I don't um, know how they're going to get her uh, corset off in this one, though. <laughs> it wow. doesn't seem like it fits in a tale of <laughs> <laughs> uh, Victorian romance, but uh, she'll just be running around no shirt. Um, what uh, else? Uh, I did, uh, you saw the trailer for the Avenue 5, right? The Armando Iannucci show no. with Hugh. Yes, you did. With Hugh Laurie. He's in space. Oh, yes. Okay. I guess I didn't realize. I'm, this is my bad. I didn't realize what it was called. Um, it's the Veep guy. Yeah. Those Veep style shows, I get that a lot of the humor, it's, this is, this is why you don't see, you actually you kind of do, but not really. You don't see a lot of like gifs or clips of like Malcolm Tucker doing stuff because you have to know the situation that they're in. You have to know sure. what the, the, the guy said that the minister said to somebody and then Malcolm Tucker has some great takedown. But it's hard to take things out of it. So I'm hoping that that's what's going on in this trailer. But it doesn't look very funny to me. It doesn't look very funny. Okay. All right. Um, when I the guy's going to set your phasers to fun. It's yeah. Like, I know that's supposed to be a dumb joke, but pretty dumb. Also, Josh Gad. 
<laughs> there he is again. Um, yeah. Um, I thought it was okay. Um, I, I think it could have been funnier than it was. I did like but... it with the guy from the office. Who's the tall guy from the office? He comes in from corporate. Wasn't God, he from I corporate? I don't remember. He was at the beginning of Ghostbusters 2016. Yeah. Seth? Josh? I, I, One of those names is correct. Yeah, right, right, right. I like the part where he's like, this is a safe space. You know, oh, we're safe I, yeah, here. I know exactly Emotionally, obviously, now. we're in great physical danger. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, the, that's that what I'm looking funny. for. I'm looking for that. Yeah. yeah. And, of course, um, the trailer for Call of the Wild. Oh, I don't think I saw that. Yes, you did. Did I? <laughs> yes, I Wow, I guess I don't I watched remember you watch a these. Lot of yeah, stuff. well, that's how memorable they are. Yeah. Old ass Harrison Ford is got a dog, and that dog's name is Buck. And we're oh, going to watch Buck. Yeah, Buck's yeah, going to yeah. run around, yeah. and he's going to meet people. They're going to go, wow, Buck, you're a great dog. That's not what Call of the Wild is. Right. It's about a wolf, right? I, no, it's, well, it's, he's part wolf, but he's just a dog. He, okay. He's a dog. You know, Jack London, who probably never made a snowman in his life, loved all these Yukon stories, you know, the gold rush. He's always writing sure. about people, you know, in the north. And um, he uh, he wrote this book. The book is about Buck the dog. The first line is, Buck didn't read the newspapers. And you don't know that we're talking about a dog until sure. we get into it. Because sure. it's just declaring, we're going to treat, this is our main character. And it yeah. is done from Buck's point of view. Right. And so I, it's been a while since I've read it. But as far as I can remember, there is no human dialogue. Because Buck, in addition to not reading newspapers, doesn't understand English. Right. And so you're seeing like the these these vignettes of... Life, you know, in the the North, people doing stuff, people screwing each other over and hurting each other and probably racism and stuff like that. But Mm -hmm. you're seeing it through his perspective. And instead, it's just going to be, what a great dog. Look look at Buck here. Oh, Buck, thanks for saving my baby from the Niagara Falls. Yeah, that's not really what the story is about. No, that's not it at all. So why do it? It'd be like if there was no Ishmael in Moby Dick. Yeah, it just doesn't make Although, sense to no me. Although, real, no Moby Dick adaptation really focuses on Ishmael all that much, right? He's just the narrator. I guess, yeah. but... Anyway. Uh, uh, screw those guys. These are great films. We're talking yeah. about them in release order. The first uh, oh, movie okay. we want to talk about is... Whoa, whoa, where were you going to go? Uh, I, I'm i following you. I'm following you and your order. Better be. Okay. <laughs> talking about Mulan. Yeah. The live-action version of the Disney 1998... Uh, sauce, Szechuan sauce producing classic. Yes. Uh, called Mulan. Yes. Uh, starring, don't know her name. Uh, her, her name <laughs> is Liu Yefei. Yes. As uh, Hua Mulan. Yeah. Uh, the cultural hero of China. Uh, yes. What'd you think about this trailer? This is the, uh, the second trailer or like the full length trailer, I guess. We yeah. saw a teaser before. Um, so I, just a little, I guess. Oh, here's Disclaimer a background. about me. I I really love the animated Mulan. That's one of my all-time favorite animated Disney movies. Big Johnny Awesome fan. Um, well, not necessarily about that, but um, I did, I did they do that? Don, Donny Osmond and then Donnie Yen. Did they do that on purpose? I don't know. Or is it just like there's five Chinese actors? Why isn't Michelle Yeoh in this? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, continue. I don't know. Um, continue. But uh, I just really that was love. Than you. I love the character Mulan <laughs> a lot. Um, I love. Mushu a lot, uh, who sadly. Oh, you mean the prototype for Donkey? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I like Mushu more than Donkey. Um, I sadly I don't think that there's a Mushu in this, at least no. th- not that we have seen. Um, 
I do think an addition, I feel like they've changed the story a lot, and I'm not entirely sure why they felt the need to do that. But From I, the animated film? Yes. Because this is a hundred, if not thousands years of old tale. Yeah. I know. But like, why why change the who the bad guys are and um, uh, to be culturally sensitive? We I hear guess. in the trailer northern barbarians or whatever, and yes. already it's like, okay, well, Mongolia wants is on the phone and they're mad at you. Yeah, I know. I mean, you can't you can't change history. It's true no. that you know Genghis Khan, and that's what, I think what we're trying to evoke here. Um, yeah, was uh, you know a, a big part of people's lives uh, yeah. at this time period. <laughs> But you want to yeah. keep it from being any particular group, yeah, ethnic group, and okay. I think that's probably the right way. The to way go. that they're going, okay, I guess I can see that. Um, I do. So, in addition to this film, is that they have a character who is a shape shifting witch, and she turns into a hawk. You just you're you're giving I us do, all the points. You're supposed to tell me. I do think what that's you thought of cool. it. Um, I I <laughs> thought it was cool. I think that they're trying to. There's a lot of action sequences, so I think they're kind of trying to make it more of an action film. Though. I got a question. Yeah. How come Mulan has never been in any of my Dynasty Warriors games? It's a really good question. She's from the, I know the Three Kingdoms was in the uh, fourth century, right? Mm. And she was uh, lived later in like the mid fifth century. Mm. But they always have like. Oh, the story continues, and now that Cao Cao is dead, like his sons will take up the thing, and it stretches into other periods. So, like, why can't we just slip Mulan in there? I that's a really, I think that's a valid question. I don't understand why she's not there, and I mean, she would just. <laughs> Wait, it's not. I'm not calling you to. <laughs> what? Okay. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I uh, yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, I think um, people could probably sift out how you feel about it through all those things that you said. I I'm a little frustrated because this this looks really good, mm-hmm. but it's Disney, so I know yeah. it's not gonna be good. You know what I mean? It's just gonna be that homogenized, exactly what you expect, not wanting to offend anybody kind of story. I think it's gonna and plus it looks. I think it looks very similar to the animated film, except for yeah. all the things that well that, that's just you know we are talking dragon. Oh, but like a sorceress is fine, right? A transforming right. witch, fine. Uh, people uh, crouching tiger, running up walls and stuff. Yes. But <laughs> dragon? That's <laughs> too far. Yeah, I don't. Under- I guess I don't understand how they decided that that was too far. And yet there's there is a scene where her father is like, oh, ancestors, you know, look out for her. And we see like earlier on in the trailer, he talks about a phoenix. And then we see a physical phoenix. So I think we're supposed to think that that is one of their ancestors. <gasps> you know, looking after Mulan, where, like, in the... What was Mushu? He was... He was an ancestor of theirs. And but he, he was, was, like, the like... De- guardian spirit of their family or something, right? Yeah, yeah. They, okay. the, like, the ancestors decided to send him to Maybe that's, watch after Mulan. Is that a thing? Maybe that... He's like, well, we need to have kind of an animal. They made that up. And then later on, they're like, that's just a... That's, like... Chakotay's Okuchimoya, that's not a yeah, thing. So let's maybe, cut that out. Maybe. Let's make it more true to historical uh, Chinese historicity. Second time use that word in the show. <laughs> but also, I mean, people want to see like people throw spears at each other's heads and flip over walls yeah, and stuff. I know. 
I guess I can get on board for that. I love the fact that this is a uh, cultural hero. Like I said, this yes. character's been around for about 1,500 years. Uh, everybody loves it. It's it's a great story about a woman showing her worth. And somehow we got China <laughs> the way we have it today, which is, uh, is that a girl baby? Okay, I you can just know. put that in a bag. Put I that in a bag. Stop. So they've clearly learned nothing well, from this great story. Well, and I guess, like... <laughs> There is some controversy surrounding this movie to um, talking about speaking of China and Hong Kong. Um, the actress who plays Mulan, I guess back in August, she posted a social media statement about how she supports the Hong Kong police. Good for her. Whoa. Lucille Bluth dot gif. Oh, the police. <laughs> I thought she supported the. OK, no, no. screw her. We'll yeah, be, we'll exactly. be seeing Mulan. Um, so I feel like really. What did she say exactly? Um, uh, no, 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 okay. I, I don't, right. I don't have it in front of me. Um, but, uh, she basically talks about like how, how much of a travesty it is and that she supports the police. Um, and I think Jackie Chan's uh, okay, but, some but, statement around the same time. Yeah. Well, Jackie Chan, he's lived in Hong Kong for so long. I, I know. This, uh, girl whose name I, I forgot again. Uh, Lou Fei. Fei, uh, wasn't even born when they were handing over Hong Kong. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't. So know. I, I, the Jackie Chan one bothers me more. The, I feel like this is stop looking it up. It doesn't matter. Oh, She's yeah. looking it up, and I'm gonna make her stop. Um, <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. It, this is a Britney Spears. We should support George W. Bush, y'all. You know, like this is. Uh, She's uninformed. Plus, you have to remember there is like a invisible gun to like every Chinese citizen's head like Fan Bingbing taught us that she disappeared because yeah. the government just yanked her off the street into a van because yeah. she didn't pay her taxes or whatever so I don't that's fine what we have to do is we have to how do we change China we got a friend oh boy a friend doesn't bathe enough mm. and you don't want to say you need to take a shower but how do you like influence them take them swimming this is a dumb situation. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I know I missed her analogy, but it's, uh, <laughs> again, qu- kind of like, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> Mulan comes out March 27th of 2020. Our next film, it's a James Bond one. Yes. This is a James Bond film. Yes. It's called The Love Bo- It's called No <laughs> Time to Die, which yes. is everything about this. I'll talk first. Kay. Everything about this is if a computer wrote a James Bond film, edited a trailer, and picked a name. No time to die. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I know that there are many James books. James Bond. James book. James. <laughs> <laughs> Reading is fundamental. Uh, there are many James Bond books past Fleming. Like, a lot of people write sure. books. I think Warren Ellis wrote a couple. Like, people just write these. And some of them are good. Some of them are bad. But if you were going to, like, make a pastiche, you'd call, I ain't going to eat a bullet. Jamesbond.com, you know, right. no time to die. Yep. Okay. All right. And then it's you watch this and just watching day, this trailer, everything seems, it just seems so, yep, James Bond. There's nothing new about it. No, you're He's got a car right. with yep. guns in it. Yep. He's he's jumping off a bridge. Yep. And getting crazy rope burn, I'd imagine. Um, <laughs> there's some ice. We're swimming in some ice. Yeah. And everything about it is just like this just looks like an average if you just divided by the number of James Bond movies this is just an average the average of a James Bond movie no, I mean you're absolutely right nothing that they show in the trailer is new I, I, I you know we, we've seen it all before now it's of course this is the one that Sam Mendes you know just couldn't 
couldn't come to an agreement. Yeah. So this is Corey Fukunaga. Now I'm excited about seeing Corey Fukunaga's take on it. But yes. and as much as I've hated the Mendes years, there was a particular stylization that I think is absent from this. Mm. You know, this is the first trailer. And it, yeah. it, there isn't like, this is the end. And they're just giving us some, you know, sense of like, oh, they're they're taking a, a, a direction or an angle. It just seems like, eh, it's James Bond. James, I need you for one last go. Yeah. Oh, here's the Aston Martin. Wow, oh, we're swimming in a thing. Yep. <laughs> it's just, you know, it just doesn't, yeah. I, you know. And also, we got the message. I don't know if this is the influence of Phoebe Waller-Bridge, but we got the message. Ladies are important. So now yeah. we've got. We got a lot of ladies. That poor lady that played Money Penny in the last couple films. I know. <laughs> She's gone. Know. And now we've got Captain Marvel's friend, Lashana Lynch, yep. is going to play another double O. She yes. looks good. And maybe if this movie succeeds, we'll get like a spinoff with like her character. I could get excited about that. Yeah, me too. But to me, this just seems like, oh, this is another one. Well, and Christopher I, Waltz is back. That's one I'd of the like things... my paycheck, please. Yeah. One of the things I was excited about was a, a female double O. And I think that it's cool that we finally get to see one. And then you just mentioned Christoph Waltz. Why is he in this? For the paycheck, please. Yeah, yeah, it's like... And to say she has a secret? Yeah. When you learn her secret? What is her secret? What do you think her secret could be? Like, so, they're rubbing it in her face that she has a secret. So... The entire trailer. I don't... Uh, there are people... Somebody knows. I don't... I haven't been keeping track because I just have not... Like I said, I've um, consciously decoupled from Bond... <laughs> During the Menzies uh, or Mendes years, sure, um, Sergio Menzies years or Tobias Menzies, um, <laughs> uh, and so I don't know the answer to that. But a lot of people think that it's going to be sort of a rework of um, On Her Majesty's Secret Service. Okay, because this is the end. This yeah. is um, this is the uh, she, he's got a girlfriend. She st- she stays over from the first film. Yeah. Now that didn't happen in Her Majesty's, but if they're going to get married and she's going to get killed at the wedding, like in Her Majesty's Secret Service, spoiler for a very old movie, uh, then it'll be her dad was a crime boss or something. But not because her dad was Mr. White. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I read an article about I don't, it. you know, can I, please tell me about your article, but can I just say hmm. I don't care? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. So go. Um, and, and they were just, like, speculating, um, you know, maybe she was more tied in with what her father was doing than we were led to believe previously. Um, maybe she um, became a double agent or a James Bond handler at some point, and then she fell in love with him or something like that. What? <laughs> yeah. What? Like, like she was assigned to be a, a Bond handler. She's not or, in intelligence, or at least we don't think well, so. That's one of the things they're thinking of is like, oh, she she's going to end up being an intelligent. Well, anyway, it'll have something to do with the four minutes of screen time that I'm sure Christoph Waltz has in the film. And then we haven't even mentioned another Oscar winner yet. I know. Rami Malek is in it for some I goddamn know. reason. Uh, yeah, yeah, I... I'll cover up my face. Sure. I'd only want an Oscar. Well, uh, this is what I want to know. Why, if you if you're doing so much to hide him... And it's supposed to be a big reveal. Why make that reveal in your trailer? No, no, no. It's people know he was cast. Like it's not that's okay. not a secret. But right. why would a guy who I mean, clearly he got the job and probably shot the movie before he won an Oscar, but it just seems like a Yeah, down. he's kinda hot, but we didn't know he was gonna win an Oscar. And this is like one of those um like Jamie Foxx in stealth, you know, when he won back the Oscar for being in Ray and then he's in like this dumb plain movie with Jessica Beale. Right. And uh, spoilers for that movie gets killed off like halfway through. Like he was nothing before he 
he was in Kanye West videos, you know, yep. before he uh, won Ray or whatever. Right. Um, he's he's cloning himself, right? That's what it is. Oh, you think so? In the trailer, he says, you know, when I die, my skills will continue, and so I think he's like oh, he's like a super soldier, okay. master spy. They're gonna sure. make clones of him. Okay. That was my guess. All right, I could see that. Um, comes, oh, you got more. Uh, I just one more thing. So this is Craig's <laughs> last Bond. Who do you think they'll cast as Bond next? I any guesses? I couldn't even. I couldn't even. Oh, okay. You and I both know that the Broccoli's do whatever the hell they want. Yes, that's um, true. If I knew who had read for it before he was cast, mm. it's one of those people because sure. they do that all the time. Sure. You know, Brosnan was supposed to be Dalton Bond, you know, but he yeah. was he was done. It was done and dusted. Yeah. And then ABC or whatever is like, excuse me, he's got to be in this dumb TV show. Right. Uh, so I don't know. But if they ever care about what people say and think, Idris Elba. Right. Right? Yep, yep. <laughs> it's just, it's time for that, right? Yeah, I agree with you. So, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, it comes out, like we said, when all Bond movies come out in the month of April. Yeah. April 8th, I, I 2020. Okay. That's a bad sign. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about Black Widow. Yes. Black Widow. What? The, the B- B- Istanbul connection. There's no subtitles. Just Black Widow. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Do they have to name these just like after the character? Um, I... I... Why stop now? Um, yeah. I why why make it different? I mean, what what's what was it going to be? Black Widow, the Red Room. Um, no, it's but they even well, Ant Man and the Wasp, <laughs> you know. Right. Um, but their first Ant Man was just Ant Man. Right, so, and then uh, but it's significant because that was the first Marvel film with a female character in the title. So, oh, I see. But that was significant because they're all just the name of the character, and I guess yep. I never really thought like that's dumb. You could call them anything. Well, you, you, you could call him anything. Like, what if it was One like... division. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> oh, apparently uh, they, she will be called the Scarlet Witch in division too. Oh, okay. Talk about this film. Yeah. Um, I'm excited about this movie. Uh, I um, I really like the trailer a lot. Uh, I think... I, I like the music in the trailer, too. Because um, I think it kind of gets you excited. Oh, and that gets Blue you Monday? Pumped. Oh, sorry. Wrong no. one. We'll get there. <laughs> Um, I think it gets you pumped. Uh, and, uh, I, I really like her fight with her quote unquote sister, uh, Fran- sister. Fl- Florence Pugh. Um, that was awesome. And, um, they're switching guns. Yeah. I mean, they're and just they like jackets. <laughs> I like your shoes. They switch shoes. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, I mean, I think it's just supposed to show like that they're evenly matched and I think it does that well. Um, what is that? Are they evenly matched in the nineties? When is this? Oh, I think that... I was looking closely at the scenes with D.H. William Hurt at like the make of the trucks. Yeah, and um, and stuff like that. And I'm not really a truck guy, so I don't really know. But they looked pretty modern. But then again, you've got to deal with the truck company. You have to put those trucks in there. Yeah. But I noticed that his little guards, oh, I should have looked at his suit. I can't remember if it was double-breasted, single-breasted, how many buttons on the sleeves and stuff like that. But anyway, the, the, his little soldiers, they weren't like, go, go, go. Like, they, they looked, um, I'm sure that they were um, shield agents or whatever, but they mm. didn't have that militarized police look that all SWAT teams have now. Like, mm. they're Iron Men. Oh, sure. They just had like... Oh, I got some some ripstop pants and some like knee pads on. Right. So that felt like kind of nineties ish to me. Yeah. And if I they're think... not gonna do the thing I want them to do, yeah. which is 
make her older because she's got the Russian super soldier serum. Right. I think this is going to be like in the mid to late 90s. Like it'll be after the fall of the Soviet Union, but it'll be like the early days of the FSB and she's defecting. Because I looked again at his face and they de-aged William Hurt a lot. Yeah, they And did. he's got like blonde hair. So he is significantly younger. Hmm. So I think um, that she will, part of the movie will involve her defecting from, you know, the Soviet Union or from Russia. Okay, yeah. Um, I actually watched a um, a video about this trailer. Oh, uh, did you? Yeah. Well, then from... I'm going to ruin who the bad guy is. What? <laughs> from, uh... That's so, um, so spiteful. Wow. Um, anyways. Get um, to it! They Woman. they they talked about a lot of it. Yeah, I think maybe you're right. I think maybe this is going to show a couple of different time periods. Yeah. Um, I think a big chunk of the plot is probably going to happen after um, uh, Civil War, but I'm not 100% sure. Um, we'll track in, it through her hair. In the scene. <laughs> so, I love the fact that it would presumably right. the most future because she's got the sleekest costume. Now her hair is like, all wild and there's like little braids and stuff. It's like, oh, oh boy, did uh, did Scarlett Johansson go to Jamaica? This is not good. Oh, stop it! Bad news. Stop. I think I could play an actress that has dreadlocks. Stop it! <laughs> Please stop. Um, in that scene where she uh fights Florence Pugh in the background, it's got a real uh, Killing Eve vibe. Yeah, it does. It it totally does. And actually, she reminded me of the actress Julie. Cormer. Is that her her name? Comer. Comer. I guess. Um, who's in another movie well, yeah, that we'll, we'll talk about. Well, um, maybe. Um, anyways, in the background while they're fighting, there is a rock band uh, drum set. Right. So, I don't know. Um, 2000s. Yeah, right? Yeah. So, um, I think that's like you know one of the clues in the trailer that's supposed to give you I'll a say benchmark. it was a PS3 rock band drum set. <laughs> So I don't remember when the PS4 was launched, but it was right. 10 years ago or so, right? Right. I think so. Um, yeah. Great. So, yeah. Um, um, I uh, Look, I want to see the movie. Um, yeah, me too. And I'm sure it's going to be good, but the trailer didn't blow me away. Oh, really? I know they can't show a lot. Yeah. You always have that problem yeah. with Marvel films, and a lot of it's probably not done. Probably um, not. But, yeah, just, you know, I... <sighs> I'm not going to ruin the thing that I said I was going to ruin okay. for you, but I have a guess as to who the villain may be. All right. Um, but I don't – people seem to like Florence Pugh. I haven't really seen her in a lot. I'm sure she'll be fine, but I don't think that – you need to bring a heavy hitter in. Oh, you, know, you I don't almost wish it was just hitter? Rachel Weisz. If, like, Rachel Weisz stood, had to stand off against Scarlett Johansson, I'd be like, all right. Right. Well, who's going to win? I don't know. Yeah. But then they bring Florence Pugh in, and it's like clearly you're – 15 years younger than this other person you're supposed to be like sisters and or uh, equals or whatever right and then like we all know we're the david harbour train is pulling into the station right the ride's over yeah i think so but i, I like the idea of like exploring you know other countries attempts to to captain america yeah <laughs> so that could be fun and yeah, I mean, just bring me some hot action and don't, you know, do something cool with the them going back to the red room. Like, don't yeah. screw it up. And right. It could be good. I Me, I'd like to see one movie where Black Widow doesn't cry. <laughs> Can we do that? Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> Honestly, that's a good point. That's kind of her default. Yeah. We get it. Yeah. I think that Scarlett Johansson can, can show pain in her face without, without being, actually crying. You know, eyes full of tears. Yeah, I agree. 
but um i have a couple other things i i oh, just want to mention i really like the white widow costume i think yeah, that's cool. pretty cool it's cool now in that scene i'm assuming that that's near the end because she's wearing it at the when they're all at the dinner table yes in that clunky scene that it's like oh we're family or whatever yep yep so they're getting ready to go off and do something but they also seem to have she lands in the middle of those guys and they don't like turn around to try to shoot her. So they're all on the same side, right? They're like oh, that's a good working point. with her. Yeah. So I'm just trying to figure out the story, but I guess we, we don't know. Yeah. Maybe they're S.H.I.E.L.D. agents. I don't know. Maybe they are. Maybe they're Russia's S.H.I.E.L.D. Although S.H.I.E.L.D. is supposed to be a global organization. Oh, good point. Um, I do like the the very end of the trailer. Where I guess it's I guess you can kind of say it's like animation. It's like. Black Widow with the long hair yeah, in the in the hallway. It pulls out in it to, into her symbol. Yeah. Into her symbol. Yeah. And I mean, that's like, to me, that reminds me of like when we first meet her in Iron Man 2 and she's walking down the hallway with her hair like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it's almost like it's like the first time we see her and then it like goes into her, her, her symbol. I thought when that was really neat. she was, was really in neat. that perm phase. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that comes out May 1st, 2020 when Marvel movies come out. Yes. They got that one right. Yeah. Uh, here's another movie that's coming out a little later, and we just saw the trailer today. It's hot, piping, fresh, hot. Yes. Like a treat from 1984, like a, like a Domino's pizza, avoiding the Noid. Oh, the my gosh. The Wonder Woman 1984 trailer is out. Yeah. What do you think? Um. Wow. There's a lot, I feel like, to This is un- where I say unpack. those New Order guys got to be rich at this point. <laughs> I can think of – I mean – there's a, I can think of a lot of songs that came out in 1984. Sure. Uh, Ray Parker Jr.'s Ghostbusters, one of them. Yeah. But maybe they don't, maybe uh, Human League isn't good for a trailer, like a driving song for a trailer. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> Those I don't New know. Order guys are rolling in it, though. Um. So, one thing that really hit me just watching the trailer for the first time um, the shopping mall. It looks a lot like the Hawkins Starcourt Mall in Stranger Things. It's season probably three. the same set. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was just like, that was in the eighties, this is in the eighties. Because so... as far as I understand, I think they built that. That's I know they have exteriors at like a real mall okay. in Stranger Things, but I th- that that's a set. Okay. That's I mean, that's a pretty big set. So yeah, I I, w- I guess it wouldn't be surprised to find out that they use the same set. Because <laughs> it's definitely reminiscent of that. And the eighties is so GD popular right now, so... Well, this is one of my big questions for the film. Why did it have to take place during the 80s? Because consumerism, it's question so, mark? It's so hot right now. Um, it, you, need to, you need to have a corporate bad guy yeah. and put it in the era when that made sense. Because the corporate bad guy is all one. We don't have any superheroes in the real world. We are all holding to... <laughs> there, there are... Twelve Lex Luthers that rule the world right now. <laughs> Trump being one of them. Uh, no, Trump wishes he had as much money no. as somebody like Bezos or even Bloomberg. <laughs> uh, Trump is a pauper compared to those people. Okay. Which right. we'll may or may never find out, depending on how well he rigged the Supreme Court. Political right. off. <laughs> I'm just glad that everybody's learning what I've always known, that Pedro Pascal is is best. Right? Yes. I feel like we're seeing him in a lot of stuff right we now. We are. Well, it's uh, face. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, actually, see his guy, face in this. Yeah. The guy who gets killed in, in one scene in Kingsman 2 or whatever is now right. uh, headlining films. And that is, that's great. I, I think that's great, too. I, I am a fan of Pedro Pascal. Um, I think Christian he... Wiggs in this for some reason. Oh, my gosh. I love the story that we get from the trailer. We get We see that, you know, I don't I can't remember if she's. Dr. Minerva or whatever the 
combo character I is. I think she is. But they're like friends. <laughs> and like, <laughs> and of course, it starts with <laughs> Gal Gadot's distinctive. My life is different than what <laughs> we still don't know. I know. She and Christoph Waltz should have an accent off. And I still don't know <laughs> what her accent's supposed to be. But yeah. And so we see, you know, uh, Diana walking around in 1984. And then later, after she has her Catwoman a cat licks her face or whatever happens. Uh, we see Kristen Wiig come out and she's in like this black dress and she looks great. But yeah. she's Kristen Wiig. I know. And it, like, you know, and then you put her and then you got Gal Gadot. It's like, well, what are you going to do? Like, you have to go out and find somebody hotter than Gal Gadot. I, I, I don't. Well. It doesn't matter how much you glow up. It's it's still. No wonder she's mad. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's still you're up against her and it's just like. All right. Well, my thought, like, watching it was, like, okay, so Kristen Wiig is, is like, a huge dork, and then she ditches the glasses and conservative clothes. It's and, Catwoman. And then she's, like, she's all that. It, Michelle Pfeiffer or Holly Berry. It's Catwoman. Yeah. Pick, pick your Catwoman. Yeah. Okay. But then again, Warner Brothers is just stealing from themselves, so of course they're going to do that. Benjamin Bratt's probably in this thing. Um, well, I want to. I would have liked to have seen Wig as Cheetah at some point. Yeah, we're saving you know, that. That's probably all CGI. Though. I guess. Um, I like the fact that we just know that Steve's back, and we don't know how. I was confused about that. Like, um, how is he back? I mean, I'm happy he's back, but but how? I like the fact that they don't play with that. They know that you know because you've seen the casting notices or whatever. They probably released images. And that's that will be in the movie. So yeah. instead, in the trailer, they're just like, "Yeah, he's back. Like, fine, you'll right. find out. You'll, right. you'll, you'll find out." Right. Um. Boy, what else? I mean, it looks it looks great. Yeah, <laughs> it looks um, really good. Just a couple of things that I liked just from the trailer is like, I really like that she actually throws her tiara in this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was a a nice addition. And I thought it was a cool, like, costume reveal, like her whole gold outfit with like the wings. Sure. That was pretty neat. Yeah. So. Yeah. I believe that that was in the comics before it was in Kingdom Come, but I think Kingdom okay. Come um, probably really made it famous, okay. uh, Alex Ross's uh, depiction of that. Do you um, think that all the Themyscira stuff in this is going to be flashbacks? Well, so we don't, yeah, I'm sure it is. Um, and we don't, or maybe maybe she goes back. She has to go home sometime, right? You would think. Yeah. And we don't see um, Robin Wright, so. I think she is in the cast, though. Or not Robin Wright. Um, Connie... Uh, Connie Nielsen, oh, her I, mother. I thought that she was, or did she die at one point? I can't Robin remember. Wright died, right? Uh, yeah. 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 Spoilers for for Justice for, League. Yeah, right. Um, or no, for Wonder Woman. Yes. Okay. I don't really track these movies as, yeah, as well as the Marvel ones, but uh, that doesn't matter because they're doing their own thing and it, it looks great and I'm still dismayed that Wonder Woman can't fly, but if we're going to trade it for swinging from lightning bolts... I'm going to take that. I'm also going to take a new pair of pants. Do you think she's... That was pretty great. And yeah. then I also like the... Um, they're fighting these soldiers on a convoy or whatever. And they do that thing where the, the truck flips. Yeah. And you're like, nah, seen truck flip, fine. But then like she's like coming out of the truck as it flips. Yeah. And they cut to Steve Rogers and he's just like, oh. <laughs> that was The Dark great. Knight has cinema's greatest truck flip. Yeah. Wonder Woman, hold my tiara. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, that, it uh, looks pretty good. It does. Um, I'm sure the story will be crap, but it looks great. Oh, I hope the story isn't crap. Um, and Consumerism I hope is the real enemy. Well, right. <laughs> I just feel like it's going to be something cheesy like that. Um, although it did, we did see something 
there was like a wall coming down. Was that like supposed to be Berlin or something like that? <laughs> no, it looked it was like the desert, right? Was it the desert? I, Maybe I don't know. Maybe we're gonna get some. Uh, oh boy, some Israeli stuff in here. Okay, Gadot said some so, stuff too that people are like. Uh oh. Uh oh. Okay. Or Gadot. Yeah. It. I. It, it's it's a tricky one. I want to say Gadot all the time too. So. Yeah. Anyway, so I don't know. Like Steve is in Justice League, and when she looks at a picture, she looks at the picture from World War One, and not yes. a picture of him in a fanny pack. So right. We don't. We don't know. Right. But we'll see. Yeah. This movie comes out on June 5th, 2020. All right. And last and definitely not least, but kind of, huh? <laughs> uh, there's another trailer that came out recently. Yeah. Uh, starring Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Yes. It's a film called Free Guy. Yep. Or Free Guy. <laughs> right. I think it's, it depends because I think it's a multi, multiple meaning thing. I think you're right. Because if you play video games, you know, you get a free guy. That's like an extra life, right? I think that's, mm-hmm. that's what it's supposed to mean. Yeah. But, but also his... he's character's guy and he's yeah. being freed in this. So right. So it could be free free guy. Right. Or it could be free guy. <laughs> exactly. Um, but not free guy. What do you mean by that last Free guy. Word? I don't like, know. I... <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, well, I, who, who knew that they could mix, uh, Tron with the Lego movie? I was thinking the Lego <laughs> movie too. And why don't you glue uh, ready player one on that? Yeah. And uh, maybe a little Wreck-It Ralph while you're at it and you yeah. got a movie. Yeah. Um. If Deadpool invaded those four movies, free guy. Yeah. I think you're right. And um, I love the fact that is, I mean, is he... Does he? It's partially him because he. I think he writes his own tweets and they're very subversive and funny. But mm. he must have just a team, like a crack team of marketers that are his marketers, right? He must because this is a 20th Century Fox movie. Yes, still under the banner, but now Disney. Yeah. And so the trailer opens with "From the studio, they brought you the Lion King twice." <laughs> yeah. No, it was it was like who brought you Beauty and the Beast and right all the Aladdin and and, yeah. and the Lion yeah. King twice. Yeah. yeah. So what, that, are they, so what are they trying to say? This is a new thing? This is like, this is completely new? No, they're, well, they're, yeah, because it, it is a new script. And I've heard they do these funny interviews and they drop that every once in a while. They seem to emphasize that it's not adapted for many things. It's sure. Like, okay, but that, you know, congratulations. You made a movie the way that movies used to be made. Yeah. Uh, what's it about? Uh, Ryan Reynolds is in a different world that is full of bad guys. And he's a bank teller, and one day he decides, instead of being shot at and stuff like that, he's going to be the good guy. And he no, like, no, no. Well, it's okay. He's it's, an NPC. Yes, and in what seems to be an, an MMO, a multiplayer online a video game. game. Yes, and and he he takes he decides he's going to act. Right. Yeah. Dragon Ralph. Yes. Tron. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Lego Movie. Well. They were real people. They just made a Lego. Yeah, right. But he is a, a program who, for some reason, and we don't know why yet, if he's got a Vanellope glitch or something like that. Or right. Or if he's just, nobody ever decided to do this. And we don't know, Jodie Comer plays um, a, a pr- player, presumably. Yeah. A real person who probably doesn't look like that in real life. Probably not. Probably a guy. That's the joke at the end of the movie. She's a guy. <laughs> well, uh, sorry, I ruined free guy for you. Sorry. <laughs> That's the joke. But anyway... um. She yeah she plays one of these um, players in the game, and mm-hmm. so for some reason she hooks up with um, Guy, and they're gonna do something. Yes. Stop uh, Ben Mendelsohn. Is Ben Mendelsohn in this? 
Would you be surprised? No. I think actually Taika Waititi is the main bad guy in this. When's that train going to come? Yeah, I know. And speaking of Stranger Things, the guy who plays Steve in Stranger Things is in this as well. Probably the biggest job he's ever had. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, so um, I... Oh, boy. Yes? I watched this, and for the first time, Mm -hmm. I felt old. Really? I watched this. And there have, there have been movies that I have enjoyed, which I guess have been similar, came out, you know, years before. But the criticism of them would be somebody watches it and they're like, it's just a bunch of stuff going on. It's just a bunch of noise. I hate jazz. It's just a bunch of noise. That's how I felt watching this. It's like all this stuff is happening. I'm like, that's just a bunch of stuff happening. And I don't think I care. Wow. <laughs> you know? Okay. Or maybe I, maybe you don't know. This is my point. But Yeah. I mean, it's, I'm sure it's going to be fine. It'll probably be good, but mm-hmm. I was just watching it going, yep, this is driving a motorcycle out of a window, and yep, that's a movie. <laughs> and I don't know, it's first of all, it's directed by Sean Levy. Don't bother. Okay. <laughs> He's directed a lot of movies, none of them good. Okay. And uh, I don't, I don't know who the writer is, I, I, I don't know. But as a movie fan and a game fan, and particularly yeah. somebody who's played a lot of uh, online games, I wonder how they're going to, can they Wreck-It Ralph this? Are they going to try to do that? Hmm. I don't love Wreck-It Ralph, but I do think that it was made, um, somebody on that team got video games, got, yeah. you know, the peccadillos of them and little in-jokes and stuff like that. Yeah. This is this this is already asking you to accept um, th- this is this I- expects that its audience understands video game cliches, and probably they will. Like mm-hmm. th- this is not the '90s or the '80s. Just about everybody is a, ga- a gamer now. Sure, Fortnite is more popular than a lot of TV shows. Yeah, so I, people will get it. But it's I wonder how much the movie will try to explain it, you know, or try to let you know it's doing a thing, mm-hmm. or will it just we're just going to immediately buy that this guy is a person with no agency in a game. He's oh, I forgot the Matrix too. Oh, sure. <laughs> He's also in the Matrix. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. Like what? So when I watch it, like, will I will I like? Will they use you know what fans of games know about games to mine story and, and comedy you know and content out of that? I think if they're smart, they will. Because the, the the trailer, and I'm glad I guess that it doesn't tell you the whole story, but the trailer gives you no indication as to what's going on here. No, like we know that he's going rogue or whatever. Right. But it seems like the Jodie Comer's character isn't just playing the game. There's something she's trying to accomplish, or something that she's worried about. And so, yeah. You know, when you see the movie, we'll know all that, but. I kind of want to know that they're headed in the right direction. Yeah, I I agree. Um, Plus, if a NPC killed, he shoots that guy and takes his glasses or whatever. Yeah, but that guy's the, just going to respawn, right, and come back and blow up the bank. Probably, yeah. <laughs> there's just a lot of things that immediately I'm already thinking. Wait, why does that work? I know it's a movie. Uh, there's a healing item. Why can an NPC use the healing See the item? Healing. Well, because he has the glasses now. Right, but is yeah, exactly that's this is the Tron thing. Like, does he have you know? How does he become a user and not just a program? Right, right. <laughs> uh, they don't really. <laughs> we touch saved on the that. best for last. Yeah. I am invested. Screw Crawl of the Wild. I'm invested in this. Wow. Well, I was wondering, is this like just a, a natural progression of like? superhero and like video game movies is They're, this just inevitable yes and um I've, this is something i've talked about with um gooey fame a lot is sure. that 
why are video game movies so bad? <laughs> and there should be a million video game movies. There should. And they should be successful because, yeah. congratulations, you made $10 billion, Disney. The gaming industry does that in a month, you know? <laughs> they sure. do that all the time. Yeah. So there should be a ton of video game movies. I, I think that you're right. I think that this is a fish with legs. This is a transitional form. If this is successful, you know, maybe this will be the first beachhead of video game films not necessarily being it's doom and there's a scene where you see your hands and a gun and it's in first person you know it'll be finding a way to tell these video game narratives uh in this and not video game high school or whatever that show is Netflix that i see i scroll (laughs) past or the matrix and the matrix could also arguably be that as well yeah sure it's something of a game yeah so uh we'll see yes i hope the jokes are funnier all these jokes Uh, were kind of funny Funny, you can hear the quotes. They were funny jokes. Yeah, yeah. A lot of, um, I feel like, um, visual like jokes um, in this trailer, and um, I feel like a lot of like tropey kind of stuff too, like stuff we've definitely seen before or heard before. Like when she's like, "Is that a Glock in your pocket?" and he's like, "No." And she was like, what do you mean? And he was like, it's two Glocks. And ha, 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 ha. It's supposed and to be funny. And they everybody. Yeah. yeah. And they must have the PvP flag on because they can shoot the players. Right? <laughs> See? Like, man, you can't. This is my thing. It isn't just me. There's a lot of movie fans who are also video gamers out there. So there's yeah. going to be a lot of funk that cannot be faked oh, to pull sure. this off. Right. They're going to be like, you can't do that. That's not something that you would do when XYZ happens and that sort of thing. Right. So, yeah. Well, here's another thing. This is like, is this a new trend? Like the cheery protagonist? Because usually you'd have a protagonist trapped in their crap sack world. They want to break out. Yeah. Uh, the Neos, for instance. Sure. They're depressed. And then they find, oh, there's a new world. A crack, you know, of light comes through the door. I got to get through that door. But like Emmett and uh, Guy, these are like yeah. characters that are like, oh, my world's great. Yeah. But, you know, maybe it could be a little better. Right. And then they find themselves in some brouhaha. Exactly. Like Frodo. <laughs> Frodo? Frodo was living his best life. He's yeah. 57 years old. He's got a lot of pipe weed to smoke. Everything's <laughs> great. Gandalf's got some great fireworks. Everybody's watching it. It's fantastic. Sure. And uh, whoops, uh, 13 years later, uh, you got to go stop the Dark Lord. Yeah, right. Uh, I didn't realize Frodo was that old. They don't really emphasize that in the films that much. He might not have been 50, but he was not He is not a, a teenager. young guy. Yeah. No, he's older than Elijah Wood. All right. That's fair. Hobbits live a long time. Huh? Hobbits live a long time. Yeah. I get that. But that's fine. I mean, his his Uncle Bilbo is... 111. Not, not a young guy. <laughs> yeah. my 111th birthday. <laughs> Well, there you go. Is everything is clean now? It is sparkling. Yeah. Thank, all that cleaning. Yeah, we did all that fall cleaning. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Why is it clean for spring? It's it's a it's because, it's a metaphor. Because you've been it's hibernating like, and you've been uh, trapped up in winter. All I don't long. know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but why not? You're about to live inside for six months. Why not have a, a clean inside? Before you got to live there for six months. And then six months from now, I guess, you clean it out. I guess. But I guess, like, 
I don't, don't know. Don't fight me on this. Okay, I won't. <laughs> so it's fall. We claimed it for fall. Sure. I was just wondering, like, how do, like, animals, like, behave? Do they, like, clean their environment before they go to sleep for six months? Or do they just, like, live in... Like, bears, like, for hibernation. Like, do they, like, clean their cave before they, like, oh, it's gonna go for the deep sleep. Gonna clean my cave. Make sure there's no deer bones in here or what have you. (laughs) Big glass of water by the bed. You know, you wake up and you go, oh, boy, I gotta get some... (laughs) One of those David Attenborough shows we watched, and it was about, I think, polar bears. Mm. And they were catching a polar bear. Um, uh, what do you call a, a girl bear? A mother bear? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. A, a mare. That's right. horses. A doe? A dam. Anyway, it was her waking up, and she gets out of her snow. They bury themselves in snow or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. She gets out of the snow. And you could tell like she was groggy she was out of it like sure. i've looked that way yeah <laughs> and she was and you could tell that she was thin too because you know she was just living off of her body stuff and then she immediately sure. she's got to go out and like get hunt yeah get a seal or something and bring it back for the kids and so yeah it's like uh think about the the, the mothers yeah the working mothers yeah <laughs> it's not easy no no they gotta no, work twice no, as hard no male around yeah <sighs> no bear family the berenstain bears is a lie forget it <laughs> Out of all these films, uh, which one looks the best? Oh, boy. Um, I think I'm most excited for Black Widow, if I'm honest. Yeah. So, yeah. How about you? I think Wonder Woman's up there. Yeah. That's the leader of the clubhouse it, for me. It does look pretty good. Um, like I said, uh, I don't know who's writing the script. These are not strong scripts. I was watching Endgame, and, a, you know, of course, mm-hmm. you get to the end, and it says directed by the Russo brothers, and then it... Yeah. Um, Marcus and McFeely's names come up and it was yep. like these guys should write regular movies these movies yeah. are pretty good yeah. for a bunch of people in their underwear mm. doing stuff mm-hmm. you think these guys were ever like I got a murder mystery in me sure why not yeah, I don't may- think that they like started out and were like mm, uh, it's time to write some superhero movies I'm, I'm, I think they probably did oh okay <laughs> I don't know like I'm glad that we've had them but yeah. maybe they should write maybe we're hogging them maybe they should be allowed to write regular films I, yeah i mean they do such a <laughs> great meantime, job these genre kenneth Branagh. i didn't know that kenneth Branagh's shakespeare film he played shakespeare what that movie all is true i didn't know that yeah he plays shakespeare in like the last year of his life and it's like wow wow kenneth Branagh. like <laughs> what's the I ultimate mean... let's see well i've conquered the man's work now for the man he's gonna play shakespeare that's just I feel like that's like in poor taste. Like it's like he didn't run it past anybody else. He was just like, I'm just gonna do this. I'm Shakespeare. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because if he had run it past anybody, maybe they'd been like, whoa, 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 pull it back a little bit. <laughs> but, but I mean, if you're gonna cast Shakespeare, who do you get? Joseph Fiennes? I don't think so. Uh, I don't know. I I just <laughs> I just feel like like you said, it's 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 like it's like a big. It's it's the equivalent of yeah it's him like it's Mel Gibson was thankfully too old to play Jesus but you know oh, he would have just played Jesus right yeah right if this was came out around the time of Always or whatever right he would have just played Jesus yeah but instead he got somebody else thank goodness but this is Kenneth Branagh going oh Shakespeare is in his like fifties or whatever I'm in my fifties oh, I'm Shakespeare play Shakespeare yeah <laughs> the, uh, the cheek the nerve yeah yeah 
Mm, I mean, I... I yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, that's a good chance for me to <laughs> point out the fact that on two of my other shows, we've been talking about Shakespeare. Yes, On Enterprising true. Individuals, which recently ended its fourth season, we've been talking about the connections between Shakespeare and Star Trek. Yes. And then on a show where all we do is make connections between Trek and things, we recently had an episode, my co-host Gooey Fame and I, about the episode... Sorry, I had a brain fart. Uh, the Defector. Sure. Uh, and its connections to Henry V. Yes. And we watched the not that great Henry V movie, The King, from yeah. Netflix. Yeah. Here's your review of The King. Go. Um, Let's just stretch this thing in two hours. We're almost there. Um, I would say The King is arduous and <laughs> um, not as good as it thinks it is. Arduous. Um, it was I, arduous? Yeah. I thought it was... Uh, uh, abbreviated. Oh, well, I many guess. scenes go. What are we gonna do about this next scene? Yeah. Okay. Fair. <laughs> like, there's like, like I, I feel like when a scene naturally like comes down, like they just cut it off a lot of times, and it was like, uh, w- next scene, what? And it's just like kind of jarring. Um, it was yes, but that that was part of its arduousness. Yes, it was. Yeah, not great. Um, no, I would Again, recommend somebody with the nerve to be like, "Well, I'm too old to play Henry V, so I'm going to create an entirely new storyline yeah. for John Falstaff." I know who now is suddenly a former war hero badass, uh, and which he never was. He was no, he was. In the war, because everybody had to be basically right. But it, it's com- in Henry the Fourth, Part One and Two. I think it's mostly Part One. He's comically he's like pretending to be dead, so nobody will kill him. And then he's like robbing the dead bodies. So, yeah, he's not. He, he's a comedic character. Some yeah, he doesn't have mad MMA skills. No, but he does in this, which is just like <laughs> it's weird. It's All right. weird. So anyway, now that we've uh, totally uh, talked you out of it, uh, yeah, check out Enterprising Individuals. And backtracking both uh, EIST pod on Twitter, backtracking on Twitter for a little bit of uh, Shakespeare yes. in your life. A little touch of Harry in the night. <laughs> I'll try to say that with a straight face. Uh, find us on social media at Just Enough Trope, Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. And let us know what you think about these trailers and these films. Which are you most excited for? Explain to me why James Bond is coming out in April instead of November. Like it always does. <laughs> I'd love to know the answer to that question. Uh, also, uh, you know how our show works. We're on pretty much every one of those guys. The Deezer, the Podcast Connect. We just got on a bunch of really random weird ones. Yeah, uh, we're we on did. Spotify now. We are Yay. on that. Uh, and all those other places. So check us out. Subscribe to the show. And give us a review if you can because we want to hear what you think about the show and how you think we're doing. Uh, give us a nice review. If you could, give us uh, a rating as well. Yes. Uh, the higher the ratings, the more those computers that now control everything know that we're doing a good job. And so we'd appreciate you doing that for us. Give us five trailers Very for good. some promising films. Yes. Which, when you think about it, are just another grasping opportunity for trillion-dollar corporations to get more of your money. Yeah. Mm. So inspiring. Of, Mulan. A lot of these are, <laughs> are Disney or related well, to What does Disney. the China boss think about Mulan? Yeah. He's yeah. going to ask people on the street. Right. I saw this YouTube video where China boss... Or was it Asian boss? Asian boss. Asian boss. Yeah. Sorry, we're more more general. Yes. Is asking uh, young people on the streets of some Chinese city yeah. uh, what they thought and... First of all, you don't think about the fact that, you know, a lot of China, a lot of China is not very developed at all, mm. but a lot of it's just like, is that, 
Columbus, Ohio, or is that China? Right. And so there's just a bunch of Chinese kids in T-shirts going, I don't know, it looks okay. Right. Boy, we don't got you. We got nothing. I know, right? So good luck, Mulan. Yeah. Uh, coming out in March or whatever of uh, 2020. Uh, yeah, just give us uh, five stars. We'd appreciate that. Yes. Um, we'll be back next week to talk about, I know what we're going to talk about, The Expanse. Oh, yes. Expanse season four yes. is out. Uh, if you don't watch The Expanse, you should. Yes. If you've got... Amazon Prime, as we're all issued, along with our social security number when we're born, uh-huh. uh, you can run back and watch all three seasons of The Expanse. Lucky you, because it's a really great show. We'll be talking about a lot of the fourth season. I don't know if we'll make it all the way through, but definitely mm-hmm. the first couple episodes. So mm-hmm. join us again for that. Um, Belta Loda. Yes. Uh, <laughs> stay away from the agua <laughs> and uh, do the hand motions. And until then, we're signing off. I'm your host, Caliban. I'm your co-host, Mika Keep the geek fires burning. <laughs>